Welcome to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast with Darren Mitchell. If you're a sales letter looking to take your leadership to a whole new level, then this is the podcast for you. We'll be exploring tips, techniques, and strategies to help you take your leadership to the exceptional level and allow you to enjoy more money, more meaning, and better sales results. Hi, and welcome back to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. Darren Mitchell here on, I would like to say, a beautiful Friday morning, the 29th of January, but if you can hear in the background, it is absolutely pelting down with rain. So it's we've gone from one extreme to the other. On Monday this week, I think it was uh, 37, 38 degrees Celsius in, uh, in here in the Macedon Ranges, and today we're expecting, I think, something like 35 to 40 millimeters of rain. So it's going to be raining all day. And uh, hey, it's, it's Melbourne for you, it's, uh, but it's great to have you on board. And uh, what I want to do is finish off the week, today being episode 201, which I made reference to yesterday, being yesterday's 200th episode. And I thought today's topic would be quite pertinent given that a lot of kids have gone back to school uh, this week. In fact, I think a lot of kids started school for the first time yesterday, and uh, I know the senior school in my daughter's school went back today, so... Um, Today being the 29th of January, it marks for my daughter, my youngest daughter Haley. it's her first day of the last year of school. So it's her first last day, it's her first last day, first day, her, no, it's her last first day, <laughs> it's her last first day, hey, it's a Friday, it's her last first day of school on uh, on today. So uh, thousands, of, thousands of kids, as I said, thousands of kids have started school and they've got their entire lives ahead of them now. Many of them, uh, if I remember back and we were reminiscing this morning as my wife put some, uh, got, got through some photos from when our girls started primary school, albeit a long time ago, and just to see the difference in the way they've grown. And um, a lot of kids, they're filled with, particularly the first day of school for the young ones, they're filled with this level of excitement, uh, but also nervousness, trepidation and positivity all wrapped up into one. And what's really interesting, and this is, this is the con- I guess, the context of today, it's really interesting that as adults, what, what do we do and what do we say to these children, whether it be verbally, uh, whether it be uh, in writing, whether it be on social media or, or through cards we, we send, if we, if we send cards anymore. But sometimes it's interesting to watch adults uh, deal with these kids when they're going through the first day of school or starting a new year, starting the last year of school, etc., etc. And they'll often say things like, oh, you know, go and chase your dreams, forge your own path. You can do and be anything you want to be. And what's really intriguing is often these adults, uh, they're the ones that place the barriers in front of themselves. In fact, hey, two hands up in the air here. Um, as adults, this is what we do. We, we tend to create limitations for ourselves, and yet it's okay for us to talk to, to others and talk to children in particular to say, hey, just forge your own path, follow your dreams and go after, go after it and hey, what will be will be. Um, but yet we send, tend to place those limits on ourselves because for whatever reason we come up with excuses as to why we can't do something or justify that it's too hard or I'm not in the right area, I don't have the right boss, I'm not working for the right company, uh, this is not meant to be, it's just not a right fit. But when it comes to encouraging others, particularly children, hey, we take the lid off and we say you can be anything you, you want to be as long as you put your mind to it. And so I think what we've lost, and this is the crux of today's podcast, and I'll share some tips around around this as well. I reckon we've we've lost this childlike wonder that we all had back in primary school days. And even if you remember at preschool, um, 
there was no, not a problem in the world. You didn't really have any, uh, the only obligations you had was to make sure you went to sleep and got up at the right time and mum and dad will probably get you up at the right time. Uh, you had to play, you had to, maybe if you had chores, you maybe did some chores, but there was no, there was no adult responsibility. And I think as we get older uh, and we surround ourselves with people and we're then influenced by people, uh, I think there's this layer upon layer upon layer upon layer of oh, I call stuff. Now, whether that be responsibility or perceived responsibility, whether that be perceived expectations or expectations we place upon ourselves. And over time, it becomes like a huge weight that for many people can can weigh them down and lead them to not extracting and and maximizing the potential that they actually have. And so the challenge for us today is, particularly as leaders, and this is, I find this a lot within, within sales teams as well, where sales leaders don't necessarily... Uh, what's the best way to describe this? They don't, they don't necessarily see the fullest potential in their team that they could. There's always these limitations. Now, this is often based on their own preconceived ideas about individuals within their team. It may be based on past performance. It may be based on past perceived performance based on if you've taken over a team, maybe you've spoken to the previous sales manager who gave you a bit of an insight, quote-unquote, on some of the team members and that started to influence your thinking and therefore started to influence the way you look at these particular people. And so the challenge for us today is to really top, tap into and get back to this uh, childlike curiosity and this childlike wonder. So we've got to get back to this thinking of, hey, today's a brand new day, so let's take the shackles off. Let's go where we've never actually gone before and don't base the future based on the past. Now, this is what too many people do. They look at the future and think, oh my God, it's going to be more of the same because last year wasn't that great, last month wasn't that great, yesterday was terrible, etc., etc. So they use that almost as a platform to forecast what the, the next day, next two weeks, next two months, next two years is going to look like. And hey, we don't do that with children. We say, hey, just brush yourself off. It's okay. Move forward anyway and look forward to your, to your next objective. Look forward to the dream and look, do all that sort of stuff. We, we don't place the shackles on our kids. We don't place the shackles on children when it come, comes to school and performance and all that sort of stuff. But why is it we place shackles on ourselves and therefore, particularly as leaders, why is it that therefore by default we potentially place shackles on our team? So we've got to think about this because every day the sun's going to come up, right? So we've got to start, about, start thinking about, oh, this is a new day. This could potentially be a new me. Don't worry about what happened yesterday. Use that as a lesson, absolutely, but don't use it as an excuse not to... Step back up to the plate, take another step forward, you know, try something different. It's, it's everything, everything we do every single day should be taken as a learning opportunity. And this is why reflection, particularly for leaders, is so important. It's about, okay, what did I do well today? What didn't I do so well? And based on those two pieces of reflection, what can I take and utilize tomorrow as a way to move myself forward and therefore move my team forward? Because if there's one thing above all else that we as leaders need to be really focused on, it's actually the constant and never-ending improvement and making progress, making positive improvements, making positive progress, because that actually builds momentum. And so here's some tips to think about when it comes to uh, your leadership uh, also, but for yourself as well as an individual, if you happen to be an individual contributor, uh, or if you want to use this with your own life as well as with your with your sales team or your team, some tips to embrace as we look forward to creating what is an exciting future, right? So don't think about all the stuff that's happened in the past. Yes, acknowledge it, but don't necessarily use it as a as a blo- as a block. Don't use it as an obstacle, and certainly 
don't use it as a huge uh, ball and chain that's going to prevent you from moving forward. So here's some tips for you. So the first, the first one is acknowledge where you are. As I've talked about a lot on the podcast, the leader's first first fundamental responsibility is to define reality. So this is not about pie-in-the-sky stuff. It's not about also sticking your head in the sand and pretending things didn't happen. It's actually acknowledging where we're at right now and defining what reality is, but looking at it from a perspective of it is what it is. I can't necessarily change anything. I have to acknowledge it though, because if I don't acknowledge it, then I can't necessarily plan on on a next step to move forward from wherever I am right now. So the first thing is acknowledgement is absolutely key. So if you as a sales leader, your sales team is not hitting their number right now, acknowledge it. Don't come up with excuses just to say, just so you can make yourself and your team look better in the eyes of other people. Call, call it out like it is. We're not hitting our number and this is where we're at. This is the reality. There may well be some legitimate reasons as to why you are where you are, but we certainly don't use those ever as an excuse, but we need to be able to find really um, tactically, really tangibly, where the reality is and what we're, where we are right now. So uh, you don't have to accept where you are, but you certainly have to acknowledge where you are. So that's the first one. Second one is, as I've already talked about earlier this month, is set a big BHAG, a big, hairy, audacious goal. Now, whatever goal is, whatever, and sometimes you're going to have your target set for you by your sales directors and your sales leaders, uh, and that's fine. Whatever the target is, double it. Because we want to create, a, we want to create some excitement around uh, achieving something this year, this month, this quarter. So setting that BHAG will actually start to do a couple of things. It might scare the living bejesus out of you in terms of uh, this seems to be really big. I don't know how I'm going to achieve it, but there's also going to be a level of excitement. So what what would happen if we actually achieve that, or what would happen when we achieve this? Because if you if you set a target that's actually doubled what the actual target is, and you achieve 75% of your double target, hey, guess what? You just overachieved your original target anyway. And how good are you going to feel? And how much momentum would you have generated by achieving that? So the second one is set a really big BHAG, and remember, whatever it is, double it. Third one is don't worry about having a complete roadmap and an action plan to get there. And I see this a lot. Once this once this target's been done, once you set the big BHAG, a lot of sales leaders and a lot of teams will sit down and they'll try to map out the exact pathway they're going to take in order to achieve this this objective, this target, this dream, this BHAG. Right now, you don't you have to have an idea. And so I'm not saying don't have a road a roadmap at all, or don't have an idea about what you're going to do. But don't have it to the point where it's in concrete because if you're so wedded to a particular method or a particular path, uh, what happens when you get some roadblocks? What happens when you actually come to a dead end? If you don't have any flexibility, then you're potentially going to be stuck, which is just going to come back and cause some more problems because you won't know what to do next. So don't worry about having a complete roadmap and action plan. Have an idea about roughly where you're going to go, get to and how you're going to get to, get to it, but understand Now, we've already talked about this, that success is not a straight road. It's going to be windy. You're going to have some detours, and sometimes you're going to have to go backwards and backtrack in order to be able to move forward. So the key thing from that is plan the first two to three steps. Uh, This is what we call chunking down. So you've got this big, big goal, massive goal, and you're probably thinking, how the hell am I going to achieve that, right? And so you've got to start thinking about, well, let's, let's look at this tangibly in terms of numbers, how many calls I have to make, how many meetings I've got to do, how many proposals I've got to put in place, et cetera, et cetera. By all means, do all that, but then chunk it right down and think about, okay, what can I do this week? In the next two days, what are the first two or three steps that I can put in place and my team can put in place that we can start making some positive progress towards that particular objective? 
And it's an old cliche, but the journey of a thousand miles starts with one step. And so when you're starting to climb a mountain, sometimes if you look at the top of the mountain from the bottom of the mountain, you think, oh my God, that is such a huge, huge mountain. How the hell are we going to be able to get up there? And sometimes what's really interesting is if you're an experienced uh, hiker or mountain climber, what they, they will do is they'll focus on the first 100 meters and they'll set a little target 100 meters away that they can just see. And that's their first target. And all the energy and all the focus is on achieving that first 100. And what tends to happen is when they hit the 100 meter mark, they'll then be able to see the further 100 meters. So it's another little part of the, part of the process that they can now see and they can continue to move forward. They repeat that over and over again, and before you know it, they've actually reached the top of the mountain. So the thing to think about is what can you actually do today to make positive progress towards your BHAG, towards your big dream? Focus on that. Focus on what you've got control over, and don't think about what didn't work yesterday. Focus on what you can positively do today to move forward in a positive direction. And the important part of that then, of course, is making sure that you're reviewing progress as you go. And so whether you're doing this on a daily basis to look at what are the activities we did today and what worked, what didn't work, or certainly doing it at a minimum at the end of each week, sitting down and reviewing progress. How did we go this week? How many calls did we make? What sort of response rate do we get for all of the LinkedIn messages we sent out, for example? Get some feedback, get some input, what's working, what's not working. And what you can do then is you can then adjust as necessary. So because you've got some data to then base some decisions on, you know which levers you can now potentially pull to make some improvements next week. But above all, the biggest one is all, no matter what, keep looking forward because progress is um, progress is, is the thing that has magic in it. Right? Moving forward, you'll start to develop momentum. And it doesn't have to be massive momentum. And the, and the thing to remember, guys, is this, that if you're making progress, yes, you've got a big goal. The first, maybe the first two weeks, maybe the first two months of your three-month goal, you may not necessarily be seeing any tangible progress or according to your goal, you may actually not be where you thought you were going to be or certainly where you wanted to be. But that's not a reason to stop. You've got it as long as you're doing the right things, as long as you've, as long as you've taken on board these tips and as long as you're reviewing things, you, you're going to be building momentum because what will happen is it will reach a point where all of a sudden everything will come together and you'll start to get these massive results in a really quick period of time. What I, how do I know that? Because I've seen it happen hundreds and hundreds of times where people people stop three feet from gold, uh, literally, and they'll stop and they wonder why they're not achieving their, their outcome, they're not achieving their target. The ones that persist, the ones that focus on making progress, focus on the fundamentals, looking at the next day being a new day and therefore looking at what they can do tomorrow to move forward and make progress towards that, they're the ones that over time build momentum and they're the ones that achieve the outcomes in the shortest period of time. So I trust that message makes sense and I hope those tips are going to be useful to you and valuable to your team as well. So just to reiterate, the key message today is, hey, today's a new day, tomorrow's a new day, let's embrace it, let's acknowledge where we're at right now, but don't use it as an excuse for why we can't move forward. Bring back that childlike wonder and that childlike curiosity and start thinking about having the conversations with ourselves similar to the ones we have with children where we say you can be anything you want to be, right? Let's just take the shackles off. Let's focus in on what are those one, two, three key steps we can do today and tomorrow to move forward. And in the process, you'd be amazed at how much progress you actually will make uh, and therefore move a lot, a lot closer to achieving the outcomes you're looking for. And if you'd like some help with this, you, if you believe there's another level of your leadership you can get to, but you're just not quite sure how to unlock that, uh, let's, let's work together one-on-one. Love to, love to help you do that over the next 90 days or so. So simply go to my calendar at leadwithdarren.com. 
pick a time, we'll set up a Zoom call and we'll have a conversation about that. Also a reminder, if you haven't connected with me yet on LinkedIn, please send me a connection request and I'll be sure to accept that. And uh, one final reminder as we wrap up this particular week is if you can please uh, subscribe to the show, that will enable me to let you know when new episodes are up and ready to be listened to, as well as if you can do me a massive favor and rate the show on the platform you're listening to, because that will make it a lot easier for others just like you to find the podcast on the various podcasting platforms. So with that, I trust you have a phenomenal weekend. Uh, If you're in Melbourne, enjoy, (laughs) enjoy the wet weather today. Have a restful weekend. Have a recuperating weekend have a regenerating weekend and look forward to a massive week next week where there'll be even more opportunities to take advantage of so enjoy the weekend look forward to talking to you on the very next episode of the exceptional sales letter podcast all the best thank you for listening to the exceptional sales letter podcast i trust the information in this episode has been helpful in your journey towards becoming exceptional and remember please take the time to rate the show subscribe to the show so other people can find it But also, if I can help you, jump on my calendar, go to leadwithdarren.com and let's have a conversation about how I can help you along your journey to being exceptional.